It's time now for Minds Over Matter, the Bay Area's favorite quiz show. Today, moderator Dana Rodriguez is joined by two panelists, technical editor Kira Pace and educator Lori Fisher. And now, here's your host, Dana Rodriguez. Thank you very much, Joanne, and welcome everybody to Minds Over Matter. Hope you're having a lovely, if rainy morning. And we do hope you can give us an hour of your very valuable time today because Minds Over Matter is an audience participation quiz program. So, of course, that's what we are looking for, your participation. So we do hope you will call us as soon as possible so we can talk to you as soon as possible. Those two numbers are area code 415-841. 4134. Again, that's area code 415-841-4134. Or toll-free. Yes, we have a toll-free number. 866-798-8255. Again, that is 866-798-8255. And if those two numbers were not enough, uh, you can also email us. That email address is mindsovermatter one at gmail.com. So that is M-I-N-D-S-O-V-E-R-M-A-T-T-E-R-1. That is the numeral one, mindsovermatter1 at gmail.com. We prefer you call because we enjoy talking to you, but if you want to email, you are welcome to do that. If you'd like to hear us in live stream, of course, that is at K-A-L-W.org. And if you'd like to hear the podcast, that should be up in a reasonable amount of time after our show today. Also at KALW.org and many, many other places. But start with KALW if you would, please. That would be appreciated. Uh, I am, as soon as the show is over, I have to leave to go to the White Elephant Sale to work there for the Oakland Museum. If any of you are going to go to the White Elephant Sale today, you're welcome to come by and say hello to me. I'll be, uh, of course, signing autographs and making balloon animals. No, I will. I will be an electrical working my my butt off. So uh, just uh, say hello. That'd be fine. Okay, we're going to start with a round of introductions and then a round of questions. And the first is, because Kira Pace did not have any tiers of children to trade for candy this past Thursday, she will be forced to buy her own. Yeah. And of course, Kira Pace, the former Miss Earth. <laughs> Okay. Uh, <laughs> Lori, yeah, Lori Pace has tried really, really, or has tried, really tried to do the whole singing in the rain thing, but has been advised to stay out of the rain, to stop singing, and never give away his umbrella. Finally, he is listening to that advice. I am. And it's an honor just to be nominated. And our moderator, Dana Rodriguez, would be perfectly willing to start with that. I haven't heard anything yet. Um, all right. And we'll begin the questioning with Kira Pace. All right. I just now realized I'm a big four pageant uh, pageant winner. It's, there you go. <laughs> that's how See? early in the morning it is. I'm like, Miss yeah. Earth, what's that? Miss Earth. The <laughs> one I never asked heard about of last week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man, this is going to be a good show. All right. Um, I'm going to start with my list of questions. So please get ready to write. I'm going to give you the title of a book. You tell me the state in which the book primarily takes place. 
So here are some titles. Number one, The Magnificent Ambersons. The Magnificent Ambersons, that is by Booth Tarkington. Number two, Waiting to Exhale. Waiting to Exhale, that's by Terry McMillan. Number three is Main Street. Main Street by Sinclair Lewis. Number four is Breakfast of Champions. That is Kurt Vonnegut, Breakfast of Champions. Number five, I Know Why the Caged Bird Sings. Uh, the, again, Maya Angelou's I Know Why the Caged Bird Sings. Number six is The Lovely Bones. That is by Alice Siebold, The Lovely Bones. Number seven is The Yearling by Marjorie Kinnan Rawlings, The Yearling. And the last one is A River Runs Through It by Norman MacLean. A River Runs Through It. So again, the eight books are The Magnificent Ambersons, Waiting to Exhale, Main Street, Breakfast of Champions, I Know Why the Caged Bird Sings, The Lovely Bones, The Yearling, and A River Runs Through It. Laura, you want to go ahead? That's fine. Well, I know a couple, I I think, I've read them all, I'll say that, but remember, I think The Magnificent Ambersons takes place in Indiana. You are correct. It primarily takes place in Indianapolis, even. So go ahead, Dana. Oh, that's it? Oh, all right. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll give you two each if you want okay. two each. Then I'll, uh, I think the river runs through it. I may be wrong, I think it's Montana. Uh, you are correct. The river okay. runs through it is indeed Montana. All right. Give the rest all right. Let's see. Um, Main Street. I don't know how much they really talked about the state it was in, though. Is it uh, Gopher Prairie? That's uh, that's. I think it's Minnesota. Is it yes, Minnesota? yes, that is correct. Um, and Breakfast of Champions is is it Illinois? It is not Illinois. It's not Illinois. It's the Midwest. I know it's the Midwest. Um, anyway, I'm sorry. Would you go to the other ones once more? Sure. Waiting to Exhale by Terry McMillan. Breakfast of Champions by Kurt Vonnegut. I Know Why the Caged Bird Sings, Maya Angelou, The Lovely Bones, Alice Siebold, and The Yearling, Marjorie Kinnan Rawlings. Any repeats on the list? I No. Okay. The Lovely Bones. You know, I don't know why I would have thought Montana, too, for that. Um, it's what the West, that? someplace in the West, isn't it? Um, I don't know. I have to think about that. I can't. Yeah, that's it for for the moment. Um, I knew Magnificent Ambersons, but uh, Laurie took that. Uh, okay, you can you can have a bell for it too. I yeah. I award you that bell. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> All right. So yeah, just once more with the ones that are still left. Sure. Waiting to exhale. Breakfast of Champions. I know why the caged bird sings. The lovely bones and the yearling. All right. Good list. And uh, Laura, you go ahead too, please. All right. Well, the Oscars are next Sunday. We'll be following our show, so I have a couple residual Oscar questions. I was trying to figure out which word is used most in uh, the titles for nominated films. That got too confusing, so I focused on the word American. So the word American or America has been in the titles of seven films that were nominated or won for Best Picture. I'd like to know what they are. 
So, so for- only best and- picture is what we're talking about here. Say it again. Only best picture is what we're only talking best about. Pic- yeah, only best picture nominations or one. Two of them won. And um, the others didn't. So I'll give you a, yeah, maybe two each. Well, Joanne says American in Paris, which of course yeah. is really good. 1951, one for best picture. Uh, we'll the, on that one. The Quiet American. American? Oh. Yeah. Go ahead. No, that's all right. Oh, sorry. Okay. That I don't know if that was nominated or not. Uh, was the quiet Amer the quiet American? It, it it was not nominated. Okay. Uh, American Beauty was though. Yes, American Beauty is the other winner. Nineteen ninety nine. Okay. Right. So five more, and we'll maybe get two more here. Carrie, you have another. Um. Once upon a time in America. Not oh. nominated. All right. Good guess. Good guess yes, on that. Huh. How about you, Dana? Dana, you must have one more. So it could be America, it could be America. Oh, America, America. It was nominated. Yes. Ilya Kazan's film. That's right. 1963, America, America. Kazan kind of biography, memoir picture. Yeah. Right. There's four more out there. All right. That's all I can think of at the moment. Okay, so we American in Paris, American Beauty both won. The rest were all nominated. We have America, America, and all the others are pretty well known. And um, we'll get them. Turn them out to viewers. Kira, looks like you almost have one on your tip of your tongue. Yeah. Uh, I'll come back to it. <laughs> I'll wait. All right. And please give us a call. We'd like to hear from you if you have a question or answer for us. And those two numbers are area code 415-841-4134. Again, that's 415-841-4134. Or toll free, 866-798-8255. You can also email us at mindsovermatter1, that's numeral one, mindsovermatter1 at gmail.com. All right, and let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Hey there, it's Steven Vallejo. Hi, Steve. Hi. Um, uh, Breakfast of Champions was in Ohio, I think. It oh, was. Thank you. Good work. And then um, this year nominated was American Fiction. Very good. That's the one from this year. That's what Very prompted good. the question. American Fiction, another bell. See what poor short-term memories we have. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so I have some questions for you. All right. Um, So specifically, it's about uh, album of the year for 1984. That's very specific, isn't it? All right. (laughs) Yeah. So the... uh, First off, the the winner of album of the year Grammy for 1984, the best-selling album of all time. Is that Thriller? So the other four questions are about the albums that were nominated but lost to Thriller. Ooh. Yeah. So, so I have hints for each one. So um, uh, one of them was um, the 15th studio album from this uh, legendary artist. And... Uh, the hint I have is the light that turned Michael Jackson into a werecat outshone the 15th <laughs> studio album from this legend. Say, say the hint again. The light that turned Michael Jackson into a werecat in Thriller 
outshone the 15th studio album from this legend. Hmm. So, how about Bob Dylan? No. Okay. And it's an individual, it's not a group, correct? Correct. Okay. 15 albums and so... Was it... Was it a rock album or it probably not then? Yes, it was. Right? It was? Okay. Yeah. 15th studio album. So this is okay. going to be somebody who was big in the 60s, right? Started in the six, late 60s. Okay. Well, uh, oh, wait a minute now. I'm trying to remember. Uh, so he started in the late 60s. Is this person still active today? Nope. Not still alive. Person, person still alive? Nope. Ooh. Not on. Huh. Died in 2016. Oh, David Bowie. Nice. Correct. Nice. All right. Serious, serious moonlight. Okay. Um, so <laughs> the this artist, this was his fourth consecutive studio album to be nominated for best album. And one of the videos resulted in him marrying the supermodel who was in the video. Oh, is this the Cars then? Rick Ocasek and Pauline Portskova? No. Oh, okay. Is it? Is it? Oh, Billy Joel marrying yes, Christy Brinkley. He, yeah, he that's, that's right. Billy Good Joel. Job. And what, what was which album was it? Uh, oh, uh, this an, would have been. Innocent, would, yeah, yeah. Sorry. An innocent man. Mm, right. Okay. Um. Next one. Uh, it's no coincidence that the final studio album from this super group or super band was nominated for best album. Is this the Eagles? No. no. They wouldn't be a super group. Uh, is oh, this going to oh, be? It's, uh, it's, it's not a super group, but it's a. Oh. I mean, it's a. They were they were the most popular band in the world for a while, but this was the their, Police. The Police. Yes. Yes. Oh. The police. Syn- synchronicity. Nice well, work. I remember. I do remember the eighties. I'm, I'm not that eighties. <laughs> That's good. Though. And then the last, last one I have: uh, take your passion and make it happen. Unless your passion is winning the best album, Granny. Make your passion. Make your oh, passion. this is yeah. The uh, Pointer Sisters. No. 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 Take your, no. no. I'm sorry. Flash dance. This is Flash dance. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's sorry. Got them all. Nice clues. Those were yeah. excellent. Yeah, that's fun. Thank you very much. Right. Thanks. Have a good week. And you're listening to Minds Over Matter. We're here every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Hope you're enjoying the show. We would love to hear from you if you have a question or answer for us. Those two numbers are area code 415-841-4134 or toll-free 866-798-8255. Uh, Marilyn is wondering if American Gangster, American Sniper, either one, is nominated for Best Picture. Yes. Not the Gangster. The American Sniper in 2014 was nominated. Way to go, Marilyn. And Kelly is wondering about American Graffiti. Was that nominated? Yes. American Graffiti in 1973. Very good. All right. All right, Kelly. Good job. One good more job out on. there. Yeah. Way to uh, go, team. I have a question about that. Um, I I know it was nominated for special effects, uh, or it or one. I think the first special effects. I don't remember, but did an American Werewolf in London? 
get not nominated, nominated for, for best picture. Not, okay, not, not for best picture. That's I'm probably fair. Yeah, that's I, probably I fair. fair. But uh, good choice. I'd yeah. ask. Speaking of the eighties, wasn't that the eighties? Or maybe it was the nineties. So. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Let me give you a couple questions here. I was looking at sort of the street origin names in San Francisco, and I found something. So what major San Francisco street is named after a mailman? Mm-hmm. And the one and the street that runs parallel to it is named after the mailman's sister. <laughs> what are those two streets? What major <laughs> SF street is named after a mailman? And the one next to it running parallel is named after the mailman's sister. What about Ellison Eddy? Oh, that's oh, that's a really good guess. No, not Ellison. Eddie. Oh, that would have been okay. great. Yeah, yeah. And these are their these are their first names, I presume. Correct. Uh, they get the brother sister thing in there. No? One yes and one no. Ooh. Are they downtown? I don't think I'm going to say they're they're major mm-hmm. streets though. Okay. You, you you've heard of we've, them. Definitely. We've been on them. Okay. All right. Yeah. So one's a first name and one's a surname. You, is the one that's the sister's name the first name? I'm not going to say. Uh, I'm that's the way I'm trying to think of it. Actually, I, I but uh, could be totally wrong. But that's I don't know. It's kind of what I'm feeling. So once more, so how, what major San Francisco street is named after a mailman? And I will say this was named after a mailman in the 19th century. And the one running parallel next to it is named after the mailman's sister. Do you have yeah. surnames changed much since the 19th century? <laughs> that that's a clue. Um. Yeah. No. Yeah. Here, what street runs parallel to Dolores? I'm trying to think of streets that have uh, a- Valencia, or if it's directly next to it, like the next parallel street, that would be Guerrero or Church on the other side. What do you think? But Dolores is Mission Dolores, and I don't think that's a. So I don't. The, I think that street? was named before the 19th century mailman. Okay. I think, think the Dolores. I, okay. Yeah, I think Mission Dolores. I'm just Dolores trying to think they have distinctly but, women's names that are big. Well, I mean, you can guess it just in case. In which All case, right, well, we, I'll go with I'll go with Dolores and Guerrero. Uh no. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, second question. Guess. There are 13 countries in the world. There are divided into states. The United States has the most at 50. What are the next four in terms of amount of states within that country? Okay, so I'll give you each one guess on this. There are 13 countries divided into states around the world. The United States has the most at 50 states. What are the next four in terms of amount of states within that country? I'll give you each one guess. Well, Mexico. I know there's states. Uh, Mexico is divided into states, but not, it's not in the top four. Hmm. Well, I'm not sure, so I might I might feel foolish, but for some reason France jumped into my mind. Is France no? Those are states provinces. Okay, that's my ill-educated guess. All right. So once more, there are 13 countries around the world that are divided into states. The U.S. has the most at 50. What are the next four in terms of the amount of states within that country? All right. And the first question was, what major San Francisco street is named after a mailman? (laughs) And the one running parallel next to it is named after the mailman's sister. 
Oh, uh, just a, a little bit of old business. Uh, you may remember I asked a question about Hydrox cookies last week, or maybe it was the week before. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Mark Siegel, one of our longtime listeners, who is very nice about clearing up things like this, says that you can buy Hydrox. They are still Ooh. for sale. Uh, you have to sort of do it online, um, but they're they're being made, and so if you want Hydrox cookies, you can order those. Yeah, they're thirty. They're thirty years old, but they're still being sold, probably. Yeah. Um, and, and Joanne gets Germany for the country with the most states. Germany is one. Germany is okay. one of the four. There has sixteen different. Divided up into sixteen states. Yes, correct. Good very well. Good job. All right. And let's see. All right, let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Hi. Uh, how about Australia? Australia is not divided up into states. Ter- territories and territories. other areas. Yeah. Oh, they're not called states. Okay. Uh, oh, and okay. How about the yearling? Oh, Florida. Yes, there you go. See, I'm calling <laughs> the yearling takes place in Florida. I'm calling it's from Florida, and uh, I remember that from years ago. And the great thing about your show is you don't have to give people a, a warning up front. Don't Google. Because what's the point in Googling? I mean, but but so here, so here, I'm I'm willing to like get wrong answers every now and then. But the year I remember that from my childhood, Florida. Me too. Yeah, and I'm calling yeah. from Florida. So here's here's a question. Do you know what intercalate means? I don't. Interpolate. I- intercalate. You intercalate. just did it. You did it three days ago. Oh, so that must be a leap day? Like it, adding, it, adding time? It, yeah, it, it's, it's more general than that. It, it means to insert something. It can be inserting a week or a day into a calendar to put it in line with the seasons. Because there, there are, there, you know how many calendars are used throughout the world? Approximately, um, it, I googled it. It says forty. I mean, mm-hmm. think about it. You got the Jewish calendar. You got so many different calendars, and they all have different intercalations. They put different different ceremony in the Chinese calendar because uh, they'll all fall out of sync unless they have intercalation days. And uh, so, and but but this is interesting too. Do you know in the Gregorian the Gregorian calendar is the most widely used one, by the way. And um, how many days are in the Gregorian calendar? 365.25? No, no, that would be true if if leap day was all that was necessary to keep in line. But that's not true. It goes, mm-hmm. it need, we need to add for 97 days over 400 years. Okay. It'll, it'll go out by 97 days every 400 years. Right, that's why you don't get, or there's no leap day, yeah, on the centuries with the exception of the millennium. But we did do it in the year 2000. Right, the millennial exception. uh, uh, So you do you do know this this formula? So so it's 365 point. Oops, she's doing math. Yeah. Point two four two five. That's in the Gregorian calendar. But to tell you the truth, I heard the other day, or uh, I, NASA, according to NASA, like where, when, how many days does it take to go around the sun? 
they say 365.2422. But I actually heard someone else on the news talk from the museum, the American Museum of Natural History in New York say it's 365.24219. Right. That's really getting, you know, <laughs> we're going to have you. leap seconds. Three sixty five point two four two one nine. If if you're measuring the length of a year in terms of rotations of the Earth, but well, that's not a very good clock. Don't use it. All right. Thank you very much. <laughs> sure thing. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. And you're listening to Minds Over Matter. We're here every Saturday morning at ten a.m. Uh, we would love to talk to you if you'd like to give us a call. Those two numbers are area code four one five. 8414134 or toll free 8667988255 you are listening to us on 91.7 FM that is KALW your local public radio station i'm doing everything backwards and of course the panel today uh, that would be Kara Pace technical editor Lori Fisher, teacher at Dabble Valley College i'm your moderator Dana Rodriguez and again this is minds over matter Let's see now. Uh, Peter is wondering if Brazil is one of the countries. And then, yes, Brazil is one of the countries that is divided up into states. So that's 26 states that Brazil is divided up into. And uh, CM is wondering if waiting to exhale is California. Is it California? It is not. It is not California. Okay. All right. All right. And then, um, let's see what else we have. Well, we'll get to the others. Uh, and in the meantime, Kira, I think it is your turn. Okay, but real quick, uh, is our mailman Douglas and his sister Diamond? <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's, that's interesting. Diamond Douglas. Uh, Douglas, Douglas and, Diamond. and Diamond. No, it's not Douglas and Diamond. All Diamond right. Lil. Yeah, great All guess. Right. Well, she could be Lil Diamond. Yeah, yeah she sure. could be. No, Diamond. she could be. And yeah. Douglas is the first name, Diamond's the last name. It's not a terrible guess, no, other than no, the fact that no, it's no. wrong. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, let's do this. Um, I've got three questions for you that are related. Number one, what three ingredients are essential for mirepoix? Number two is what three ingredients make up the Cajun cuisine holy trinity? Two of the ingredients are the same as those in mirepoix. And finally, what celebrity chef is credited with popularizing the term holy trinity of Cajun cooking in the 1980s? So what three ingredients are essential for a mirepoix? What three ingredients make up the Cajun cuisine holy trinity? Two ingredients are the same as those in mirepoix. And what celebrity chef is credited with popularizing the term holy trinity of Cajun cooking in the 80s? It was Paul Prudhomme the, set, the chef. He is the chef. Nice job. Oh, and Joanne just got it the same thing. Is cayenne pepper one of the spices that's in both? No. Ooh. Well, I, I'm sure onions is one of them. Because they put onions in just about everything, don't they? In which one? Okay. It's, so, oh, the Holy Trinity is a. Uh, you know what? For these two, for Mirepoix and Holy Trinity, I'm going to require that you get all three. Out oh, because oh, someone's going to call in. Someone will call in and know that. Sure. Well, I, I like Cajun stuff up to a point, but 
Uh, so I know onions is one. So I can't eat too many of those. Is, and isn't, uh, isn't, isn't garlic going to be one too then? Yeah. Well, you would think, wouldn't you? Uh, well, something's got to make it hot, right? That's why I guess. Well, it's cayenne. peppers, but it's not hot. It's it's uh, it's not hot peppers. It might could be bell peppers. Is bell peppers one? She she only, she wants us to get all three. That's oh, you know what? 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 Black yeah. pepper. Black yeah. pepper might be one. I don't know. Mm. Somebody's gonna. Somebody's gonna know. All right. All right. Why well, am I only the right track with bell pepper anyway? So, what three ingredients are essential for <laughs> Mirepoix? Well, I got two. And what three ingredients I, I make up two. the Cajun cuisine holy she, trinity? She's right. pulling a Dana Rodriguez, not revealed with much. Yeah. All right. If we said the word peppers, would we get a um, an affectionate nod at least? The word pepper were in there, cayenne, black, bell. Get what three nothing. ingredients are essential <laughs> my, for a miracle? Too early in the morning for her. Yeah, maybe. All right. And let's go to a call. Now you're on Minds Over Matter. Good morning, Tom and Debbie in Napa. Morning, Tom and Debbie. And we're trying to figure out that Trinity one, but um, mm. so. More worldly, I guess. Um, what country in Africa has the longest coastline at two thousand more than two thousand miles? Is, is the a, coastline on an ocean or a sea? Uh, ocean. It, it is. Is it going to be Madagascar because its entire oh, very good border is coastline? That's interesting. It's not the answer, but um, that's worth digging a little deeper. That's a great answer. That's a, that's that's a great answer. Um, so I guess so, this is continental Africa, then, your your answer correct. to this question? Okay. It is. And it's in the news fairly regularly. Then it would be Somalia. How about Somalia? Yeah. That's right. Ding, Somalia. Somalia? Exactly correct. But that's an interesting question. Um, I need to go check on Madagascar. You would think they might be 2,000 miles round. Don't know. So for the last 20 years, um, China imported more goods to the United States than any other country. Um, And in the most recent assessment of that, that changed. And there is a new number one importer to the United States. What country is that? You mean importing United States goods? Um, importing importing goods, goods into the United, United States, States or their Correct. own goods into the United States? Um, they're importing their goods to this country. Okay, so they're exporting and we are importing their goods. Exactly. Okay. Well, you know, Mexico, is, I don't know. That's correct. Mexico okay. is it. They just passed China. At uh, $475 billion. Love the show. Thank you Thank for you. doing it. Okay. Bye. Appreciate it. Uh, so, Patience, uh, one of our longtime uh, listeners, uh, Mirapois says is onion, carrot, and celery. Patience is correct. That no, is Mirapois. Carrot. Nice job. All right. I wouldn't have thought carrot. I wouldn't have huh. thought celery. 
Celery, yeah, celery makes sense. But as the whole as a holy trinity, I don't know. No, this is mirepoix. Oh, mirepoix. Okay, this isn't. Okay, so in other words, (laughs) all right, all right then. Uh, Carrot is the odd person out. So (laughs) the odd the odd vegetable out. Then I'll say onion, celery, and I'll go with my bell pepper. Yes, that is the KJ Holy Trinity. So not okay. spicy. Good job on that. Um, was there anything left over in that question, Kira? Nope. All three parts answered. Okay. All right. And Laurie, I believe it's your turn. All right. Well, I have uh, an acting question. I was going to ask, um, this is for the Oscars again. Um, there have been 17 movies. I'm not going to ask the 17 movies in which they've had four, um, Oscar, four acting nominations in each of the four categories. But there's only four movies in which there have been five nominations one in each category and one of the categories had two so which four movies have been nominated for five acting uh, awards and uh, i would love to know when you get the movie which two actors were nominated in the same category that makes sense four movies had five actors nominated what are they none of them are this year give you one each was all about eve one no it was not it was from was it called from here to eternity Yes. And it's, uh, was it supporting actor and it's like Frank Sinatra and somebody else or? No, it was not supporting actor was not the doubled up category. Keep going. Is it actor? Yeah. That's the actor. And who are the two Uh, best actors? I. Was it? Yeah. Two possibilities, Kara. There's only two possibilities for. I've never actually seen this movie. It's just, I feel like I'd heard that before. So it's Montgomery Clifton. And Burt Lancaster, I guess. Yeah, that's it. And Frank Sinatra won for supporting, and Donna Reed won for okay. uh, supporting actors. Yeah, very good. Deborah Carr was nominated for Best Actress. I that's think. correct. Okay, so that's one of them. We need three more. Dana, you must have one. i got to think about this for a minute. Okay. Uh, so, but anyway, give the, give the question again. Yeah, so only f- four movies were nominated, were, had five actors nominated, one in each category, except for one category in which there were two. Kieran Dale from Here to Eternity, where oh. Montgomery Clift and Burt Lancaster were both nominated, and the others are Deborah Carr, Frank Sinatra, and Donna Reed, who both won. Uh, every oh no, Everything Everywhere All at Once did not have an actor that had supporting actor. Correct. Okay, don't mind me. No, it's fine. So obviously, this is has to be after 1936 um, yes. when they put in supporting. Uh, all right, um, what's the earliest one on there? Right. Sometime in the in the forties is the earliest one. In fact, mm-hmm. I just noticed there's a one in the forties, one in the fifties, the one we got, one in the sixties, and one in the seventies. Okay, not gentlemen's mm-hmm. agreement. Is gentlemen's no. agreement one now? No. Oh, best years of our lives. No, also not. Okay. All right. I don't, I don't think, think it had actress. I'm not sure. Anyway, so we got from here to returning. We're looking for three more, and we'll get them as we go. All All right. And the two numbers to join us, area code 415-841-4134, or toll-free, 866-798-8255. Let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Hi, good morning. This is Eve. So my question today really very much related to women. Because I love women, and women get so much. Mistreated many countries like Iran and others. Uh, all right. 
there is only one country in the world named after a woman. Believe it or not, it's unbelievable. Just one country. Gotta be Egypt, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. By the way, the real name of Egypt is Kemet, which is uh, where the word chemistry comes from. This is the origin of word chemistry. Science of Egypt. Right. Science of astrology. Uh, Okay. Didn't mean to get us off topic. Let's give that to the audience because it's kind of intriguing uh, question. All right. Is so it we'll, Saint we'll Lucia? There you right. go. You're right. There what you a go. beautiful nice. lady. You're right. What is it? What is it? Country in the Caribbean. In Caribbean island. Okay. It is that because I like. I mean, in my opinion, growing up with three sisters, uh, the women are more capable than men in many, 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 many. many. They're also much more beautiful. Okay. So the. Related to that, the ancient Egyptian invented our year. You can call it Gregorian, you can call it whatever you want. They actually invented 6,265 years ago. That long time ago. Long time ago. So they used that particular star. Which star did they use? That actually, the, the translation of the name of the star is the star of Isis. The beautiful goddess Isis. Goddess Isis, I'm sorry. Yeah, which star? You know, sound, the star would sound the same, almost like the star of Isis. Series? Series? Yes, it is. Yes, yes, that is beautiful. Okay, we'll just continue with that for, for another minute or so. Series it is. And the, 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 the invented the year, uh, 12 months, 30 days a month, uh, 30 days uh, each month, yeah. Uh, and then they added five, year, five days every year at the end of the year. And then added every four years, they added one more day. And in these five days, all Egyptians went to picnics. And by the way, this celebrated until today. Until today. Everybody go to parks and take the lunch with them and have great time. The last, last part of, about Egypt again, what is the word testify come from and how it is related to Egypt? Testify in court. It comes from testicles because yeah. that is what can you would you, swear on. Can, can you tell your audience the story? Well, you had to hold your testicles to... Right, as, yeah, before as, the Bible. As, the way you would put your hand on a Bible, basically. Before, yeah, before you had to hold your... So in that, when the Greeks went to Egypt, they loved everything about Egypt. You know, they just adopted everything, everything. The only thing they did not like, how Egyptian treated women equally. So women in ancient Egypt had the right to buy and sell property, uh, even to divorce their husband, who believed that, and to justify in court. That was no, 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 until maybe 100 years ago in the Western world. It's just beautiful to read so much about it. For the other, very quickly, which element named after Earth? Element, chemical element. Do you know? Carol? Yeah. Oh, you know? I thought we were leaving to the audience. It's the one that I always mispronounce. It's uh, the one, it's not quite terrellium. Ter- there we go. Terrellium, that's beautiful. It comes from the word terrellium. How about the moon? For my which uh, Selenium. Yeah, That's yeah. selenium. Very good. After the goddess Selena. All right. How about the sun? That's the last thing I would say. Which Helium. Selenium? Of course. Always a great show. Really, really, I love you all. Have you and love your audience as well. Thank, Thank you. you. Have a good day. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Uh, let's quickly repeat any questions that have not been answered yet. And Carol, <laughs> start with you. Okay. Uh, I've given you the titles of some books. You tell me the state in which they primarily take place. The ones we have left are Waiting to Exhale by Terry McMillan, 
sorry, I Know Why the Caged Bird Sings by Maya Angelou, The Lovely Bones by Alice Siebold, and that's actually all we have left. Um, that's all I have left. Is the, lovely bones, is the Lovely Bones in Tennessee? Nope. Okay. And is Caged Bird mostly in Alabama? Nope. Oh, okay. Um, what I have left is there were seven movies nominated for the best picture that had the word American in them. And there is one left. We have American in Paris, America, America, American Graffiti, American Beauty, American Sniper, and American Fiction. And then there have only been four movies in which five people were nominated for the acting awards, all four acting awards, and one was doubled up in the 40s, 50s, 60s, and 70s, one each. We have From Here to Eternity, where Montgomery Cliff and Burt Lancaster both were nominated, neither one. I'm looking for the three others. Is the 70s one network by any chance? It is by every chance. Very good. And which oh, was the double up category? I'll let, yeah, go ahead, Dana. Mm, I got to think about that. Uh, is it best at William Holden and, and Peter Finch? It is. Way to go. And Peter Finch won that year. Right. Faye, Faye Dunaway, you, Ned Beatty, and Beecher Strait. With the only one to win posthumously, too, I think, or at least one of the only ones. I think that's right. Yeah. Very good. All right. Way to go. Good teamwork. Looking for two more, one in the 40s, one in the 50s, in the 60s. And what major San Francisco street is named after a mailman, and the one next to it is named after the mailman's sister? So, what major San Francisco street is named after a mailman, and the one that runs parallel to it next, over, next one over, is named after the mailman's sister? Uh, and there are 13 countries divided into states in the world. The U.S. has the most at 50. What are the next four in terms of number of states on that list? We have Brazil and Germany. What are the other two? Uh, and that's it for the moment. And Daniel was wondering if Portugal is Portugal may it may be divided in states. It's just not enough to be in the top four. Let's put it that way. And um, Joanne okay. is guessing. Joanne is guessing India for mm. on the India states. is one. Yes, India is number two, which divided into 28 states. Correct. Way to go, Joanne. Yes. And, uh, Lori, is it your turn? No. Well, yeah, maybe. No, I think it's, I don't know. <laughs> is it my I, ask, I think it's your turn. I asked All right. the, uh, okay. multiple winners, yeah. So, again, a street, uh, a street question for San Francisco. What is the longest street in San Francisco to be named after an author? What is the longest street in San Francisco to be named after an author and somebody who made their living as an author? Stevenson. There is a Stevenson street, but no, it's not it. It's it's longer than Stevenson, huh? Yeah, it's definitely longer. Hmm. It's a pretty major street. And the writer is renowned, right? Oh, most definitely, yeah. What is the longest street in San Francisco to be named after an author? We should get this one, Kara. Yeah. Yeah, we should. I'm trying to think of the long streets. Uh, I don't know. They're like all those the streets have oh, come out there. Okay, like, okay. How about Irving? Oh, nice. Washington Irving. Irving is correct. Right. Good job, Lori. Named after Washington Irving. Yes, very good. Ooh. All right. Good job on that. Okay. Uh, I think the only non-explorer out in the sunset, too. They're mostly explorer names, aren't they? 
What? Yeah. And no, then Washington gonna, Irving. Okay. Is one of, how about the streets in the sunset? One of them must be named for a woman and her brother, Mayoma, just as we think. Well, that's why I say the streets, the alphabets in the sunset, those are primarily explorers, I think. I thought, anyway. Yeah. Judas, so, Pokemon. Uh, something for you, Kara. Tom just um, emailed and said that you were correct about this. Uh, Madagascar has 4,000 miles of wow coast. Hooray for me. Yeah, double. Double hooray, Somalia. Hooray yeah. for Madagascar. Yeah. yeah. So many beaches. For two bells for that. So many. Okay. All right. I'll give you one, one other quick question here. Uh, who was the famous entertainment celebrity who was one of only two women to speak at the March on Washington in 1963? Who was the famous entertainment celebrity who was one of only two women to speak at the March on Washington in 1963? Did, did they also perform? No, just, there was no, there was no, uh, neither performed. Oh, that's a great question. So once more, who was the famous, uh, obviously African-American entertainment celebrity who was one of only two women to speak at the March on Washington in 1963. Was it, was it Ruby D? No, not Ruby D. Somebody who had been around for a while. Okay. All right. Leave that out. And let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Ever Matter. Hi, this is Melody. Hi, Melody. And I'm sure this was answered. I had tried to get through before, but for the yearling, it was the Everglades of Florida where she wrote the book. Yes. Uh, Florida okay. is correct. <laughs> anyway, thank you. Oh, thank yes. you, Melody. Appreciate okay, it. Okay, thanks, thanks for calling. Bye-bye. And if you'd like to call uh, and speak to us with a question or answer, those two numbers are area code 415-841-4134. Again, that's 415 415- or toll-free, 866-798-8255. All right, let's go to another call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Hey, good morning. Being thundered in Albania. Hi, Albania. Yes, all the way in Albania. We have a lot of states here, but they're mostly states of confusion. Indeed. All right, but I'm glad somebody finally got the Holy Trinity. We were were suffering with you there. Um, (laughs) So was was Pearl Bailey the speaker at the March of Washington? It was not Pearl Bailey, but it it was somebody of even more of a vintage than Pearl Bailey, actually. Goodness me. All right, well, I I have it. As far as uh, most states, uh, how about South Africa? Not South Africa. Not in terms of the... The most, let's put it that way. All right, so uh, we've um, got... I have books for you, Kira. Uh, the Lucky okay. Bones was set in, I think, Pennsylvania. You are correct. My home mm-hmm. state. Yeah, she was also set in Pennsylvania. <laughs> and um, I think I know why the Cage Bird Sings was not one of them. Yeah. Is mm-hmm. Arkansas. Arkansas is correct. Yeah. Stamps no, Arkansas. Really? All right, we're on, a, we're on a roll here. How about the, the Ameri- American movie title? Uh, yes. How about the American president? No, not nominated for Best Picture. All right. And that, I was laughingly thinking of the Americanization of Emily. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been good, but I don't think it right. So, So uh, this may be my, my last chance to, to sneak in a, a, a presidential uh, adjacent uh, question. But uh, So I've got uh, pre- presidents and movies here. 
Um, th there are a bunch of movies uh, that have fictional presidents in them. And I'm, I'm going to give you uh, a, the date of the movie and the name of the president in the movie. You tell me who, who played the, uh, the president. So these are all fictional presidents. Well, all correct? fictional presidents. First one's kind of a gimme, and the rest of them are, 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 are kind of weird. Uh, 1964, Merkin Muffley. No, that's Peter Sellers in Dr. Strangelove. Absolutely. Um, uh, 1995, The American President. Michael, Michael Douglas. Douglas. Yeah, all right. Uh, I, I, did, I, I did that wrong. And Andrew Shepard. I, I, I screwed up the question here. Okay, 96, James Dale. Hmm. President James Dale. Is that one of the Tom Clancy things? It is not. It is the farthest thing from Tom Clancy. Okay. Is it? Is it Gregory Peck? <laughs> it's not Gregory Peck. It's, oh, oh, is this Jack Nicholson in Mars Attacks? It sure is, Kira. Oh, <laughs> ding, ding, ding. All right, that was wonderful. Uh, 1997, President James Marshall. Is that Get Off My Plane? Uh, I'm, I'm afraid it is. <laughs> oh, Air Force Harrison, That would be Harrison, Harrison Ford. Yeah. The, the, the deathless line. Of, Get off my plane. And finally, finally, um, in 2009, President Thomas Wilson. 2009. 2009. Was, was this the one, Kevin, what was Kevin Klein in, that comedy where he was the president? Oh, oh Dave. Dave. That was Dave. Dave. That's not it. Yeah. No. Not it. Thomas, well, yeah. Can you give us anything else on that? Oh, uh, it's um, a uh, post-apocalyptic movie, Ooh. or an apocalyptic movie. Uh, is it the one with uh, Morgan? Is it Morgan Freeman? Good guess, but uh, no, I'm, I'm going to give it to you because we're running out of time. It's Danny Glover in 2012. Ooh. Oh, uh, <laughs> the one about the tidal wave. Yep. Uh, well, well, that that was uh, deep, deep impact. That was that that was Morgan Freeman, I think. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Two thousand. No, no. Armageddon. Then Armageddon. Yeah. Or, no, it, yeah. it's two thousand twelve. The movie's Wilson's called two thousand twelve. By Danny Glover. Oh. All right. Uh, but, uh, real quick, uh, there were four that I could find. Four movies uh, uh, with uh, fictional presidents, but you never. They're never named. And these are, these are presidents that are either starring, they have starring roles or really prominent roles in the movie. I'll give you the, the, the dates. It's 1964, 1981, 1998, and 2007. These are, these are big-time movies with, with important roles played by presidents that you never get the name of. They're the president. Just the president. All right. Would you, would you give the years again, please? 64. 81, 98, and 2007. Are, the, are they all in the film, or are they just mentioned as the president? No, no, they're all in the film. They have, they have major speaking roles. But they, they never give their names? No, their names are never, are never mentioned. Well, is 64 wasn't uh, fail-safe in 64? Fail-safe, Henry Fonda. Yes, that's mm -hmm. 64. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Is eighty one a sci fi movie? Uh, eighty one is a kind of sci fi movie. Yes. Is it Close Encounters or something like that? Nope. Okay. So it, it, that's, this is actually my, my favorite one because the, the president is is such a a, a loathsome psycho. <laughs> 
don't know what he's talking about. 81 <laughs> kind of sci-fi loathsome psycho president. <laughs> How do I not have this? Well, I'll give it to you. So much. It's, it's Escape from New York. It's Donald Pleasant. Oh, all right. They never yeah, say how, what the how can president's name that, is, uh, really? The machine gun scene there at the end. Um, huh. uh, and uh, 98. We need a hint. Uh, it's yeah. another uh, sci-fi movie. Or yeah, is this going to be an alien apocalypse movie? Yeah. Dana may have said it. Yeah, I think, I think oh. Dana did say it uh, earlier. I did, huh? Independence Day? It's like that, but oh, it wasn't that. Not independent. Oh, is this the, Deep Impact the, or whatever? Yeah, Deep Impact or, or it's one of those. It's, it's, it's the other Armageddon. one. Armageddon. Is Armageddon. Armageddon. Stanley Anderson played the president, and then uh, then uh, the uh, the other one, the last one, is two thousand seven. It's kind of a guilty yeah. pleasure movie. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of a, a a an adventure heist movie. With the president. Oh, is that is that uh, with the one with um, Nicolas Cage? Yep. Uh, okay. oh, National Treasure. Yeah. National Treasure number two. You oh, got it. Two. Bruce yeah. Greenwood. I might have missed it. <laughs> Bruce Greenwood, and, and I, I searched everywhere, and, and darned if he never he never spoke his name. It's kind of amazing. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, that's it for us today. Well, thank you, and thank you. All right. See you later. All right. Bye bye. And if you want to give us a quick call, uh, 415-841-4134 or toll-free 866-798-8255. Warren is wondering if Eartha Kitt uh, was the woman who spoke at the March on Washington. It wasn't Eartha Kitt. Uh, Carlton was wondering if it was Lena Horne. That's a logical guess. No. Somebody with slightly... Older vintage than Lena Horne, slightly. And um, was the, was the person a singer? The woman a singer, or was she in the another? Person was a part? singer and a dancer. Yes, a singer and a dancer. Dorothy Dandridge. No, interesting guess. No, not Dorothy Dandridge. Um, no, singer and a dancer. Was, I jo- was Joseph Josephine? Oh, Baker? nice. Josephine Baker was the person. Yes, Josephine Baker. That's a great question. Yeah, uh, she was the. She spoke at the March on Washington in 1963. Yes, good job. All right, next call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Hi. Um, for the countries with um, states, is one of them India? One of them is India. You're right about that. Uh, great. Very good. And then the um, the street names. I don't know why I had misremembered that um, Goff was a milkman, um, but it, there can't be two streets with that um, pattern in San Francisco. So it was Goff and Octavia. I think that is absolutely correct. Uh, Goff, uh, Octavia. Okay. Uh, Thank you. Thank you so much. Yes, uh, Goff Street was named after a mailman who happened to be on the street naming commission in the 1850s. <laughs> and uh, he, I took that opportunity to name the street next to him uh, after his sister, Octavia. So, Goff and Octavia. It's a Nepo Street. Yeah. yeah. You can get That's, away with it then. Yeah. And next call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Hi, it's Thomas in Berkeley. Hi, Thomas. Um, the Oscar thing with competition of actors. Yes. Um, 
Wasn't Shirley MacLaine and Anne Bancroft against each other for Turning Point? They might have been, but I'm looking for films in which there were five people nominated for acting and Turning Point, I think they were the only two. Oh, that's right. What about Peyton Place? No. <laughs> oh, I, you know, there I, were a bunch of nominations. There were. They didn't have four, and they had no double categories. I think they might have had three. I forget. Yeah. Yeah, they had uh, supporting uh, things yes. that were making it. Well, you win some, you lose some, but it's always great to hear you. Good afternoon. Thank you, Thomas. Bye. And next call. Now you're on Minds Over Matter. Hi, uh, Sally in San Francisco. The number Hi. of states, could it be uh, Nigeria with 36 states? Nigeria is correct. Very good. So that was a peace score there, so I kind of thought they, they uh. went from about three states to 36. <laughs> yes, Nigeria is number one, actually, with has the most states after the U.S. Very good. Thank you. Good. Thank you. Thank good you so much. And next call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Hi, this is Roger in San Francisco. Hi, Roger. Hi. Um, <laughs> I, I was forestalled on Gotham and Octavia. I have some questions about the Eiffel Tower with the Summer Olympics coming up. So, all right, we only got a couple minutes left, so so uh, as concise as you can. We we want to <laughs> okay. hear. Okay. Right. Who paid for the Eiffel Tower to be built? Paid for it. It was not just a World Fair Committee type thing? Mm, no, it was Gustav Eiffel himself. Mm-hmm. He was subsidized by the by the French government, but not very much, the result of which was that the Eiffel Tower remained private property for over 60 years. Mm-hmm. On the opening day, what did Gustav Eiffel do that was quite unusual? How did he celebrate the opening of the Eiffel Tower? What did he, how did he celebrate? I don't know. Uh, did he charge admission? It wasn't usually no. done. No, what he did, he climbed all 1,700 steps and unfurled the trickler on the top. Huh. The Eiffel Tower is a showpiece of French industry, but one part of it was made by an American company. What was the part and what was the company? The elevator in Otis? That's correct. Uh-huh. Yes. I just made that up. In the world for 40 years, what replaced it? I'm sorry, I didn't hear that. I didn't quite hear the first part of that. What was the tallest? It was the tallest building in the world for 40 years. What replaced it? Empire State Building? No, the Kaiser, the, um, the Chrysler Building. The Chrysler Building. Now, in, in France, the Eiffel Tower is the fourth most popular attraction. What are the first three? Mm-hmm. Two of them are pretty obvious. One may not be. The Louvre, the Arc de Triomphe, and, and the Left Bank. Nope. Oh, Champs-Élysées. Nope. Okay. Uh, Notre Dame? Um... Nope. Nope. Uh, you better tell us quickly. I'm sorry, we're almost out of time. Okay. The number one attraction in, in the, by far is Euro Disney. Mm-hmm. The second one is the Louvre, and the third is the Palace of Versailles. And the last question. No, no, I'm sorry. We, we, we have to go because we're, we have to wrap up. We're, all, we're almost out of time. I apologize, but we have to, we have to run. Thank you.
Thank you very much. Uh, okay, quick clean up here, Kira. Anything? Waiting to exhale takes place in Arizona. That's all I got. All right. Lori. The movie we're missing is American Hustle, and the two movies that were nominated for five awards, Mrs. Miniver doubled up on supporting actress, and Bonnie and Clyde, believe it or not, Gene Hackman and Michael Pollard were supporting actor, and that's all I have. All right, and all my questions have been answered.